Hello and welcome to Inspire Me Today Radio. I'm your host, Gail Lynn Goodwin. You notice how it is, sometimes in life we meet someone who is such a bright light in the world that even if we live in different areas and our paths rarely cross, we still remember that person and their energy long into the future. Today's luminary is one of those kind of people. I first met her more than five years ago in Los Angeles. She is the creator of Transformations Life Center and is all about complete transformations of mind, body, business, and spirit. She's an educator, a speaker, a wellness and fitness expert, a producer, a consultant, and a muse to many. Her name is Carly Alyssa Thorne, and she's here today to share her inspiration with us. Carly, I'm so honored to welcome you finally to InspireMeTodayRadio.com. Why, thank you. It has been a very long time since we've seen each other face-to-face. However, we have been crossing paths through writing and blogging and authoring and everything else. So So it feels (laughs) like you're... our communication. You know, it's funny. I have so many friends that are what I consider friends, yet I haven't seen in years. But the, like I said in the intro, the, the spark of you still still flames here even though we're so far apart i still feel that connection to you and that's why i wanted you to come share your story with our audience our community here at inspire me today because you are an inspiration so let's jump in carly start at the beginning tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to be who you are well, for me, I, I've been asked, actually, I just did a, a, a telesummit, and it was really funny. I've never been put on the spot in this way before. Normally, people introduce you, and they, and they, you know, they give, they ask for your bio, and then you're like, oh, and they're spewing all these right. credentials and all this stuff, right? And she turns it around on me, and she goes, you know what? I, I, and she knows me, and she's like, I am not spewing out credentials. I am not even introducing you. You can introduce yourself today. And I'm going, really? <laughs> she's like, yes, really. So, you know... I come from a background of a lot, and, and, I, and so I, I actually don't like spewing out credentials and spewing out a bio. And so what I'm going to say is this. I grew up with sexual, verbal, and physical abuse, and what, what I'm going to say is that has been an, a journey. And the journey, what I'm going to say is it's made me into this really rich, deep, and strong, empowered, inspired human being where I like to use the terminology of I choose being a victor over a victim. And, and now, yes. was it an easy path? No, right? I had to choose at some point when you get tired of being tired enough where I, you know, you are at a point where you're in so much pain where you just want to throw in the towel and say, God, please take me. Seriously, I don't want to live another day. I just, and I did attempt suicide many times. And it's just basically, please just take me. I can't, I can't go through another surgery. I can't go through another day. After 20, you know, now I'm going on my 20th surgery this coming Monday, you're just kind of going, Seriously, just take me. I, I really, I've, I've done every Eastern methodology. I've done aromatherapy. I've done Reiki. I've done integrated injury therapy. I've had people prey on me. I've had people attempt to heal me. And, you know, I've done right. EMDR. I've done all the different holistic approaches. And finally, at one point, you really just have to surrender. You have to go with the flow. You can't push the current anymore. At some point in your life, you really do have to realize it is so. It isn't something that I've done. It isn't something my mother did when she had German easels and she was pregnant with me. I can't beat her up anymore. I can't beat myself up anymore. At some right. point, you have to be with. Well, Carly, let me ask go. you this. At what point in your life did you decide to take charge and go to victorious from being a victim? I'd have to say it was in 1998 when my husband committed suicide. I really, 
at that point when he committed suicide, I was at the final point of choosing suicide or life. And it was at, at that point I really just finally said, okay, I choose life. Wow. I didn't even know about that part. Okay. So <laughs> you've had not only your own story and then you add to it what's going on with your late husband. How did you manage to get through that? I mean, where did you dig deep inside and what came forth to get you from where you were to where you are now? I mean, now you're a coach to many around the planet. So how does one go from that dark, dark place of the soul to, to the shining light you are today? Well, even back then, here's the funny part. I always tell people, and I've, I've said this many, many times, like, would you go to a priest who's never been married and who hasn't had children and ask for advice? Right. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to someone who's never been through darkness and ask for advice. And the funny part, so even when I was going through darkness, people, I've always been an advisor. It's really funny. People just always felt really comfortable talking to me. I've never been one to hide secrets or bury things. I've always been one that's been very outspoken. I've been very frank about my life. And so people felt very comfortable talking to me. And they got that even though I was sometimes in darkness, I was always still very positive. I was never negative nilly-willy. Right. Even though I was going through something, I was always very honest about it. And this is what it's so. That isn't, that isn't who I am. It is just something that I'm going through. So I've always been kind of like the person that in school everybody came to. Everybody, everyone came and told me all the problems. So I've always been the counselor in some shape or form. And I went and got my interface of Dane Ministry. I studied Eastern philosophies, Western philosophies. And I went and actually got about 10 different certifications in actual real medical Western medicine. I actually went and I mean, got real degrees. So because I wanted to know everything that was going on with my body so that I could actually participate in my healing. Certainly. And so, so everyone came and actually, I was always an inspiration of people. They're like, oh my God, how are you standing today? How are you doing this? And I basically said to them, you, you can't sit there and complain. So that, that, that's actually how I got through it because no matter what was going on, I was never a complainer. I just sit there going to say, Good oh my God, you. I'm today. Good for you. Well, you're able, you know, to, like, you're able to take that challenge, put it yeah. behind you, and use it as an experience to strengthen you and overcome it and reach success regardless. How do you do that, Carly, each and every day now? I mean, are there days that you are that you experience fear? Um, You know, no, fear isn't in my life. It's like people always ask me, are you afraid of surgery? And I'm like, no. I, You know, it's like... Am I getting pain? Yes. I mean, you've heard the story where I did that. When I had my left knee surgery in, in January, I did an interview from the hospital. So I did I not. An interview was, <laughs> you did not hear this? I did not I hear had this. An interview. <laughs> I was scheduled for an interview for Pay It For Radio, and it took three months to get booked for the show, and I hadn't had my surgery date yet. So finally, they tell me my surgery date. I'm going, oh, my God. It's like five days after my knee surgery. I'm like, there's no way I'm canceling this. And I'm arguing with the nurse because they don't allow for you to leave the wheelchair in the room because there's a liability in case you attempt to get out of your bed. And if you fall, you could, you know, right. sure. most people might sue them. I'm arguing with the nurse. I'm like, you don't understand. I've waited three months for this interview. I'm, I'm literally getting in my wheelchair and I'm wheeling myself out in the courtyard and I'm doing the interview. Morphine or no morphine, no matter how much pain I'm in, I'm doing the interview. And they were arguing with me, blah, blah, blah. So the next morning arrives, I'm like, I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing. I'm like, I want my wheelchair. I'm, I'm going to bathe myself in the morning, give them my basin, I'm doing the interview. So they finally, you know, acquiesce, and they give me my, I do my own bathing, whatever, and I get in my wheelchair, and I wheel myself out to the courtyard, and I do an hour interview. And that, that's why I keep on telling people. I just did the telesummit. My, my talk was never, ever give up. There's always a way. 
if you want something badly enough, if it means something to you, and your word is law, if, if, if your word means something, you'll find a way. Was I in pain? Hell yeah. You know, I said surgery. I had my knee replaced. Did the interview mean something to me? Yes, it did. Did my word mean something to me? Yes, it did. Did I want to So you made a choice. No, I did not. Right. You made a choice. choice. Exactly. And you made a very powerful one. Well, Carly, you have said, and I'm quoting you here, we are the actors, writers, creators, producers, and directors of our life and can rewrite and recreate anything, anytime. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, think about this. We are. think Think of life as a play. If we're the character in the play, we can actually create the character, which means that we are, in essence, the producer. We actually create the money or producers. What do producers do? Producers actually create the money. They create the, they actually, they create the whole thing, if you will. The director put it all together. The character. Sure. Right. They put, so the producers put the whole thing together. The directors direct the character, right? The writers write the actual storyline of the character, right? The actors or actor are actually acting out the character. And in this case, we get to be all of them. And the editors are actually editing, right? And, and the actual editors are actually editing the character's part or how they're acting, you know, they're actually editing the bits and pieces of right. it. Right. So if you think of life as a play, we can do whatever we want with it. And, and, that's, and that's the part about not beating ourselves up. And we how, make mistakes. Look, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, how exciting is that? I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. that each and every moment, I mean, the moment we're told, we all know this is the only thing that really matters, but yet we spend so much time in what happened and what we're, what we're hoping and dreaming for. But when you look at this every single moment, we get to create, we get to start that movie. Eh, no, sorry. Let's start it all over again, right here, right now. That's pretty awesome that we get to do that. And that exactly. And that's why one of my taglines is conscious co-creation. Because first of all, it takes, and also another tagline is, is creative. It's creative conscious co-creation because it takes creativity, it takes consciousness, it takes co-creating. It takes co-creating not only with the universe, it takes co-creating with others. Because the you know, and if you look at my logo, it's the universe. It says we are all interconnected. Teamwork, right? Exactly. So basically, we are all interconnected. It takes others. If you want to be a lone wolf, great. However, that doesn't create a life and doesn't create much, actually. So it takes creating with others. It takes co-creating with the universe and others to create something bigger than us. And life is bigger than us. What's well, kind so of funny. Even with you having this conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And even as a small, even with small children, I have a four-year-old granddaughter. And as much as she loves entertaining herself, you put her in a room with other children and she shines. And I think we're all made that way that when we get to play with others, whether we're four or 40 or 80, whatever it is, life becomes richer, deeper, and we can achieve more by playing together than we can the cumulative sum of all of our individual efforts. You would agree? That's the, exactly. And that, here's the interesting part. As much as we want to be alone and want our space, we are also intuitively meant to be with others it's it's a very dichotomy we like men right they, they want their alone and women they want their low time yet they want we're meant to be paired well first of all we weren't paired there'd be no others in this life because that woman <laughs> short being existence pregnant and right with that woman being pregnant and procreating there would no be other people on this planet and and the funny part is we want alone time yet we crave hugs 
we crave nurturing. We crave, you know, we crave togetherness. So it is this kind of weird dichotomy. Men create, they, they crave cave time. Women crave woman time. So it's like we want alone time, yet we, we crave being with somebody. But it's all a matter of balance, don't you think? can't be alone. What? Don't you think it's just all a matter of balance? It that is. we can it have, we can have all of it. We can have our absolutely. alone time. I think I have the perfect life in that my husband's a pilot. And so he's here for a week and then he flies for a week and then he's here for a week and so forth. And so I get my alone time, my writing time, my introspective time, my girlfriend time when he's not here. And when he's home, I get great together time. And it's like, I don't oh, know how other people do, but, but that works perfectly. And people say to me, oh my gosh, how do you make that work when he's gone for a whole week? And it's like, oh, no, you don't realize. I mean, I love him dearly. Don't get me wrong. But I love that time that I can just go do what I need to do to move Inspire Me Today ahead, too. So it works out. Absolutely. It works out. It's a, Again, for me, it was a matter of learning balance. And maybe as a Libra, that was a part of my lesson here. I don't know. But balance is a good thing for me. Well, Carly, I've got to ask you, you inspire so many people. Who or what inspires you? <laughs> Actually, a lot of people inspire me. You inspire me. I mean, there's I, to me, I look to other luminaries. I look to other leaders that do amazing things for other people. I actually look to a lot of people that are in situations like I am that are, I mean, look at Nick Volta. I can't even pronounce his last name correctly, but you know Nick, the guy who runs the organization uh, Without Limbs. Yes. You know, I can't, I can yes. never pronounce his last name. Nor Nick can I. Volta. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Right. I cannot pronounce it correctly. But look at him. I mean, he speaks all around the world. I mean, there's so many people that are brilliant speakers out there that have, don't have limbs and have a life that are doing things for others. There's a lot of people out there that have it. You know, here's the thing. I always tell people, when you think you have it lousy, just realize there's always someone somewhere that has it worse than you do. And there's Never always... Never think that you have it rough. You know what? Trust and, me. and even so, Carly, there's always something, no matter where you are in life, I think you'd probably agree, there's always something to be grateful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and I, it's stuff I always tell people. Yeah, yeah, I find that when I get stuck at any point in life, if I revert to gratitude, I get unstuck immediately. Do you find that too? Absolutely. It, it's so true. And it's just, I, I, you'll laugh at this. Um, I love the color purple. So on my desk, seriously, I have the simple, I always tell people, look at the most simplest things that make you laugh and smile. So on my desk, I have a purple eraser and I have a purple pen, pencil, really <laughs> a pencil, it's purple. And it has a purple uh, uh, eraser at the end. And it just, sometimes I can just look at the simplest, literally, because you know, I'm, I, I film, right? So I have to schedule and yes, you can put it in the computer, and yes, you can put it in your iPod. However, things shift. Like, how many times do we have to reschedule this? I don't put anything on my iPod anymore, into my iPhone anymore, until I have this huge white board and a white, you know, a big desk sure. calendar. Sure. So everything's in pencil. It's in pencil, so I can erase it until it's in ink, if you will. Then it goes into my, my iPhone, because I have, I have a huge, you know, filming schedule, an interview schedule. So it's just ridiculous, and, I, and I'm, I'm juggling four shows. So to put all that into my iPhone until it's concrete, it doesn't go in there until my assistant and I make sure it's all concrete. So anyways, I can just look at that purple pencil 
And if I'm in a lousy mood or things are shifting, I can look at it and smile. And that's what people don't get. Find something that makes you smile in an instant. Or like I tell my clients that kids, I, I tell them, find a picture of your baby when it was a newborn, when you first held it. And put that picture in your iPhone and your iPod and on your computer. And when you're feeling really lousy, open yes. that picture. Make it your screensaver. And I tell you what, anybody can tell you, even if you don't have a child, find a picture when you're born. You can't tell me the minute you look at that picture of that newborn, you don't melt. Yeah, exactly. And for some people, I think, you know, one of the photos I have on, on my gratitude wall that I'm looking at right now is my dog. And my dog is a Samoyed, which are called Smiling Sammies. And he's got the most huge smile on his face. And I cannot look at that picture without laughing. Just because it's exactly. a dog smiling. I mean, it's great. So exactly. It's, you know, why do all those things on Facebook and and those eat forwarded, forwarded, forwarded emails go viral you know, with pictures of silly things that make us laugh because it makes us laugh because that makes us feel good and that's good for us. So that that's, it it's, it's all good stuff. Oh. Well, Carly, how do you stay on track every day with everything that you've got going with the health issues, the, you know, just everything that you have in your life? Do you have specific steps or practices that you do each and every day as part of your routine that kind of keep you balanced and keep you on track? I use a lot of sound vibratory music. I actually do a lot of sleep learning. If it wasn't for the music that I play at night, I would not function. Really? Um, Tell me I more about a, that. I, yeah. Um, I have a pain threshold every day, so I use a lot of sound vibratory music. I use a lot of subliminals, paraliminals. Um, so I use it's a lot of Jonathan Goldman music. Um, I use, uh, there's so many, I can't even, off the top of my head, there's about four or five different people that I use, and a lot of it's just, like I said, sublim. I, I switch. Every other night, I use different types of music. So one night, I do paraliminals. Next night, I do subliminals. Um, and you and you play this during the night in your room? All night long, all night long, all night long, all night long. And if I'm stuck during the day, I'll play sound vibratory music that's for creativity. So when I'm working all day long, if I'm working, when I'm editing or I'm working on graphics for, the, like when I do, when I interview, when I interview you, I, I create, you know, some of the stuff I outsource, I have, you know, assistants and all that. However, I'm kind of picky about my graphics just for when I do certain interviews. Sure. So I'll actually create some of those. And so I'll put on my sound vibratory creativity music. And that kind of helps because I, it, it, well, let's put it this way. If I stand for too long, it hurts. If I sit too long, it hurts. If I, I can only walk for so long. And because so I have stage four, so uh, it's a long story. But anyway, so, and, the, and they can only do certain surgeries. I still have like four more surgeries to go. So anyways, and, and so anyway, so for right now, I'm in, I'm on a pain threshold every single day. So basically, I'm working a lot from home right now until mm -hmm. the other four get done. Then I'll be out. Normally, I'm filming a lot outside where I have a crew. Right. However, for the next six more months, I'm filming a lot more using Google Hangouts and doing online interviews. I'm working for the next six months. I'm working out of my house again. Sure, and gotta take I'll care of you. Outside. Well, that, so, that's that's a very um, smart thing to yeah, do. Is so take I, care of you. Why, yeah, I love Google Hangouts. It makes my editor and I love it. So I can, I my editor and I go back and forth. He comes to my house, and um, it's great. And well, so yeah, so I use a lot of sound sound vibratory music. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing for pain threshold. It's great for visualization. Um, I use a lot of music. Music music is my friend. 
I, the same thing. I love music. Now, specifically though, you're talking about sound vibratory music for Mm -hmm. someone who might be listening, Carly, who's not familiar with this, where can they find out more? Oh, just go to YouTube. Um, look up sacred geometry, look up sacred geometry and look up sound vibratory. And you'll actually, you'll, they'll usually bring up one or two people. They'll bring up, uh, I usually bring up Jonathan Goldman, and I, I mean, when I, I can probably find you two links and send them over to you, but definitely Jonathan Goldman will come up. Excellent. And I, off the top of my head, the other one is not coming up, and off the top of my head, but Jonathan Goldman is one of them. Well, you definitely have found something for you that works, and that's always a good thing to be able to share and pass on to others. So I appreciate that. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, I'm very grateful for the insights that you've shared with our listeners today. I want to go back to your Today's Brilliance that you wrote and ask you, Carly, not to read it, but to summarize in a paragraph or so, give us your greatest wisdom. In all your experiences, what have you learned that you'd want to pass on to others right here, right now? Uh, Several things, actually. One of them is do not beat yourself up for what was. Realize that every minute is a new minute. Every day is a new day. And another one is just realize Build your dream team. And the most people, you realize that the people that you surround yourself with are either going to build you up or tear you down. So if you have people around you that are tearing you down, uh, hate, I, I don't like to use the word hate. What I'm going to say is build, literally get rid of, like you need to build a whole new environment. Your environment means everything. The clothes that you wear. What does your house look like? Is it all filthy and disorganized and a mess? If it is, clean it up, get rid of old stuff, create space for new stuff. You, you want your environment to be nice because that also can bring you down. Depression isn't just being down about your, you know, what, what your situation is. Depression is also your space. If, you're dep- if your space is dark, you want light in there. So you want your space also to be positive. It's not just your, you know, feeling well positive. Your space needs to be positive as well. So it's in your environment, how you take care of your body, that's also positive. Make sure that you dress in bright colors. So, you know, in other words, it's everything. Everything needs to be more of a positive light. So bright colors, bright light in your space, how you feed your body. You want... You want bright colored foods and healthier foods. So it's all of those things, getting some exercise. Even like me, I can't do a lot, but I still make sure I get outside, walk as much as I can. So you want to find some things that you can do. Music really is uplifting. I don't mean listening to acid rock, okay? I'm talking about whether it be jazz or soft pop, whether it be opera. I don't care. It's just something that literally bring you up, not drag you down. Exactly. So those things are really, really important. It's funny. Uh, that... And again, go ahead. No, 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 please. Um, so music is really, really important. Laughter. Laughter is so, so important. I created a game for some of my clients called the um, the Happy Sticky Game. <laughs> you um, mentioned so that. Yeah, please explain yeah, it's... that. It's a great game. <laughs> so anyways, you take your sticky notes, right? Sure. And you have people write all sorts of fun, happy words on them. Unless you have a, a, a um, someone that's sick or not feeling well. So you get the whole family together. That means kids and adults, mom and dad and kids. And everybody writes happy. And I'm talking about get fun things out. Crayons 
and no black ink and no red ink. You want fun colors, okay? Mm-hmm. Purples and greens and blues and oranges and pinks, bright colors. That's why I'm not saying black, okay? You don't want black and dark colors. You don't want red because a lot of people think of it as blood. You want bright colors, okay? Fun colors. And okay. You want write all sorts of happy words on them. And then you, whoever's, whoever's a person that's not feeling well or feeling depressed or sick, you take all the sticky notes. And you want, oh, oh, by the way, when you buy the sticky notes, you want the ones that are bright colored. They make multicolored packs. Right. The bright colors. And you take the sticky notes and you put them all over the person. You've got, you know, and you put fun music on, you dance around, and you take all the sticky notes and you cover the person with sticky notes. I'd love to see the picture of the finished product, Carly. You'll have to send me one. <laughs> How fun is that? That's a great blog post for you to write for our community. And give us a picture of one of your uh, sticky note people, shall we, shall we call them, completely I'll covered see, in I'll all have, that happy love. I'll, I'll have my, one of my clients is doing that with her family right now. So I'll, have, I'll, I'll, I'll send an email to my client. I'll have her take a picture. Oh, that would be awesome. We'll share it on Inspire Me Today for our community. And I'm sure yeah, just looking I'll, at that will make people feel better and laugh. I will. And I'll, and I'll write a blog post about it. I'll do that. Outstanding. I'll, well, we greatly, I'll do that. we greatly appreciate you. You know that? Well, Carly, what are you up to right now? Any current projects that you're working on that we can help support and share with our community? Well, right now, um, I, I just finished... Uh, publishing a uh, co-authored a ebook on social media. Um, it's about clout and social media. It's overall art in social media. Again, people understand that social media is a very amazing tool for collaboration. So that just came out. And then we're I actually am going to be in a project for Billions Rising, which mm-hmm. is about again more collaboration. Right. And then I just finished um, another co-authoring of my positive um, quote. With all my flower photography that just came out, and I know I, I'm, I'm about four different authoring books that are all coming out in November. Well, congratulations. And, That's quite a bit. Well, with everything that you've yeah. already done, everything that you've got coming out, if you had just one more thing that you could accomplish or experience in your lifetime, Carly, what would it be? Getting finished the documentary, The Ping It For The Ripple Effect and getting some funding for it because it's very interesting. Documentaries are extremely interesting in getting funding for. And so basically right now I'm looking for funding for the Pangaphone Group Effect documentary and getting some partners involved and getting it finished, literally getting the rest of it finished filming and getting some more people involved. Because basically my methodology for the Pangaphone Group Effect documentary was I want everybody who's filming it to be a volunteer because I, want, I wanted the documentary to embody the essence of volunteerism. I don't know if you saw the project. Um, there's a restaurant in San Francisco. It's all run by volunteers. So I'm involved with a project right now called Karma Tube. And the whole, the whole organization called Service Space, the entire program, they have about 10 different programs, the entire operation is run by volunteers. And I actually volunteer about 15 hours a week of my time for Karma Tube where I actually, um, what do you call it, I, I actually look through all the videos and I, I submit videos that I think they're of service orientation. So, I, so the filming of, of the ripple effect, paying it for the ripple effect, has all been done by volunteers. So far. How it's fun is that? Actually, yes, because obviously that's the whole point. It's to embody the project. Now we need the funding, though, to actually do all the editing, you know, to do the screening sure. and all that other stuff. 
Well, after so, this interview, we'll have to talk about that because I already have one idea for you. So we'll we'll pass that yay. on. Yeah, well, you never know. But I think it's just amazing that when we talk to each other and we share, hey, this is what I need. This is what I can offer. Right. It's It's just incredible to me how things line up not only for you, but then for me and for, I mean, it, it all ties together. We are all one. And when we reach out and instead of having this, oh, well, I don't want to share this contact because I might need this contact. I and know. if I give it to her, then it won't be there for me. It's craziness. Instead. Oh, the other thing people don't want to share is just say, oh, my God, if I share my idea, somebody else is going to steal it and do it before I do. I'm like, really? I'm like, why are you so afraid to share your idea that someone might steal it? I'm like, I don't get that. I mean, first of all, the reason why I didn't do pay it forward because pay it forward, everybody's using it terminology. Everyone's using separately the ripple effect or pay it forward. So that's why I chose paying it forward the ripple effect. Because first of all, they, it's, it's not pay it forward is just the, the the word, and the ripple effect is just another word, but it's paying it forward. Paying it forward is the actual physical act of doing it, and the result of paying it forward is the ripple effect. Exactly. That's why I bought the domain. That's why I bought the domain, paying it forward the ripple effect, because they actually need to be together for something to happen. Exactly. Well, that's awesome, Carly. We wish you the greatest success with that and let us know how we can help. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners in, or add in closing? Uh, basically, just love yourself and love others and, and, and attempt. I know it's really difficult because we tend to be very judgmental. Don't judge yourself and attempt to not judge others. Just remember to think about walking someone else's shoes before you automatically judge others. And, and don't beat yourself up. Just Love yourself and realize that you're in the moment that you're in. And then that literally the very next minute is a new minute. So you can always correct and continue. Yes, yes, yes. Carly, you're a wise woman. There's a reason you, after, you know, after all these years, still have a uh, spot in my heart. So thank you for taking the time to be with us today and to share your brilliance with our listeners. For, for, to our community, you can find out more about Carly, today's luminary, just by coming back to inspiremetoday.com. Click on the tab that says Browse Luminaries, and you can just put in Carly, C-A-R-L-Y. Her name is, again, Carly Alyssa Thorne. And Carly, uh, we'll make sure that your written inspiration, your bio, your profile, the links to your books that are coming out, the links to your movies that are coming out, to your new website, your projects. We'll make sure it's all there on Inspire Me Today so that everyone listening can find you and can play and help and collaborate in some magical way with you. So Carly, thank you again. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a delight. You are most welcome. And to our listeners, thank you for spending part of your day with us. Come on back again next week. We'll bring you inspiration from another incredible luminary. And until then, remember, it's only when you have the courage to step off the ledge that you will realize you've had wings all along. We're here for you. We love you. We'll see you again tomorrow. And thanks again for stopping by.